All right. Thank you for joining us today. Our show is Fixing the Gut, Why Digestive Health Matters, plus we got some great solutions for you. By now, I'm sure you've heard how the digestive system acts like a second brain. In reality, the health of our gut is directly connected to so many areas of our life, and I mean physically, mentally, and even emotionally. Today on the Natural Health 365 podcast, we'll dive deep into this topic and find out why your future health greatly depends on a strong digestive system. We'll also talk about how functional medicine can help those suffering with a leaky gut. We hear that term thrown around all the time these days, plus much more. Please join me in welcoming Dr. John Dempster to our show. Dr. Dempster, welcome. Hey, Jonathan. Thanks for having me on. This is great. Oh, it absolutely is. Okay, so let's just jump right into it. Talk to us from your perspective, Dr. Dempster. Why is the gut so important for all of us? Well, it's very simple. The gut is your gateway. It's the gateway for your health and your well-being. And this is a topic I'm very passionate about. I spent a lot of time researching the gut and developing ways to help people to heal their gut because it's not just about the gas and the bloating and the diarrhea that is still very much an issue for a lot of people. It's also this is where we absorb our nutrients and this is where we have our immune system by and large. And so many avenues to get well and to to beat whatever current health conditions you're struggling with, the gateway begins in your gut. So this is this is a very fundamental place. This is where I begin with each and every patient that comes through my door. And I know we're going to talk a lot about functional medicine and how we can help people utilize functional medicine to get their gut in the best spot. But this is really the starting point, whether you've got gut issues or not, because often the blind spots to people's recovery or achieving even just optimal health, if they are feeling great already, begins in the gut. And, and that's something that uh, I think we are going to have a fun conversation today about. Oh, there's no doubt in my mind we will. And just like what you said, I hope people aren't taking this too lightly, especially those people out there who go, ah, you know, my gut's fine. I don't notice anything at all. We're going to talk about the microbiome in just a minute. But just to throw it out real quick to get your feedback, hey, for all those people who may not have heard this already, the gut, the digestive system, right, mechanically, is often referred to as our second brain and I think sometimes even that's a little deceptive, meaning what I'm trying to say is I'm, I've done the Alzheimer's and Dementia Summit, as I know you know, Dr. Dempster, and brain health is a big deal of what I've talked about a lot. It's not only just so much a second brain, but the health of our gut has a lot to do with how our brain function will be today and all the years of our life, no? Absolutely. Our brain... Well, we have two brains, as you've alluded to. We've got our central nervous system, which is, by and large, the, the brain that's on top of your, your neck and sits on your shoulders. But we've got a second brain, which is called the enteric nervous system, which is the gut. And, and this has a tremendous amount of neuronal uh, fibers and neuronal constituents in there that will not only uh, connect directly to your, your primary uh, central nervous system with something called the vagus nerve, but we have our own little goings-on in the enteric nervous system as well, which, again, we are going to explore so much in depth today. The bacteria, something called the microbiome, Jonathan, is something that's so fundamental to our, our overall health and well-being. And we've got microbiomes all over our body, but we have something called the gut biome that is the largest collection of bacteria in our whole body. In fact, 
if you actually look at what's going on in your gut, we are outnumbered 10 to 1 bacterial cells to your entire human collection of, of all your cells in your body. And what blows me away even more is that we're outnumbered 100 to 1 when it comes to the genetic material that is largely this bacterial uh, genetic material in your gut compared to all the rest of the, the human genetic material throughout the rest of your body. So we have this huge role, this huge ability to heal or harm ourselves just by what we do to our gut. And, uh, and that's something that I just think we've got to really start to pay attention to and start to become more aware of. Well, there's no doubt. Let's talk about the dangers of leaky gut. But, you know, it's so true what you were just saying. We're going to get into the leaky gut issue now. But just thinking about this idea, if we could actually see a picture, I'm just laughing at the idea of what happens to our gut, our microbiome, if you will, like you just described, every time we were taking a breath of air in very polluted areas or drinking really toxic stuff. I, I won't name the names by name, but I think a lot of people know what kind of soda pop that we down all the time, millions of people out there, what that does to our gut, the medications that we take, the foods that we eat, where, ah, you know, it's just one meal, who cares? Imagine if we could see like a picture of what's going on inside the cells and in our gut every time we're swallowing or taking that stuff in, you know? Oh, totally. Be, that would be a fascinating uh, documentary if you could visualize that. But this is what's happening every day is we are, we are the recipients of micro-assaults from what we put into our body and what we put on our body and what we surround our body with. It's not just about food. However, that's such an important starting point. You know, it's not what we eat. It's what we absorb. And the food is used as information for our body. So you're talking about leaky gut. This is a very important and critical aspect of healing your gut. And this is often very invisible to most people because we can't see a leaky gut. In fact, I, I do lectures uh, quite often, and I was speaking to a large group, and I, this must have been the first time this individual had heard about leaky gut. And he stood up and he said, Doctor, I would know if I had a leaky gut. I would be on the toilet all day long. Well, it's, I'm sorry, sir. No, it's not quite that obvious. It's not that that you have a leaky anus. You have something that's called hyperpermeability, and hyperpermeability is, is really what leaky gut is. And this is something we can now measure with functional medicine, and we'll talk about tools, how we can heal it in a moment. But what leaky gut can do, Jonathan, is far beyond digestive issues. It can really really mess up a lot of systems in our body, whether you have chronic eczema or psoriasis, whether you have chronic arthritis, whether you have chronic cardiovascular disease or liver disease. There's so many avenues that can be really supported and so many systems that can be healed just by healing and sealing your gut lining. You know, Dr. Dempsey, as you were talking, I'm getting very candid all the time on my shows. I've had my ups and downs with my digestive system, and man, I can see the difference in such subtle ways. I mean, I'm going to just say overall, uh, you know me for a little while, super positive, lots of energy, blah, blah, blah. Yes, that is always something about me, but man, I can see the difference in such ways that are so hard to describe in, you know, audio like this, but... When my gut is up and it's doing really well, there's just that extra level of sharpness in the way that I'm thinking, the way I feel about things. Even my own positive spirit is at a higher level. And when my gut's feeling a little off, like something's going on, it's just a little bit fuzzier, my thinking. It's just such a hard thing to describe in words, but I think you know exactly what I mean. I do, and let's talk about that for a moment. It's interesting you say that because 
again, this whole brain fog notion, this lack of clarity, this lack of being your best, highest performance self, mentally and physically, will start in your gut. And you, as you and I know, 80% of our neurotransmitters are produced in our gut. These are the, those molecules such as GABA and serotonin and dopamine, and all of these have massive roles to play, including clarity and focus and precision, precision-guided uh, uh, performance as well. So this is really important that we look at that because if we just think about what's going on, in, and again, with our head and our brain, and we don't look at the gut, we are way behind the eight ball. And so that's why we have to start to do things such as leaky gut testing or SIBO testing or comprehensive diagnostic stool analyses to really open up and uncover the blind spots that are going on in our gut. And there's just so much. I mean, I'm I'm thinking about how I could delicately do this, and I don't know how delicate I can be about this, but I know so many people, Dr. Dempster, and I know you're going to relate to what I'm about to say. This is such an important message to get out there. So many people kind of laugh off being forgetful or a little down or negative. The stress it puts on other people around them in their family, and they, you know, they think it might, they might joke about it or be silly about it, or you know, even when they're down in the dumps, they don't realize how all of this could be stemming from issues inside the gut. And man, all I'm thinking, what's so sad about all of this, is how much of life is missing in someone who just won't, you know, hey take the attitude, I got to deal with this. It could be something going on in my gut that if I could just fix it, it would change my whole life. And not just about themselves, but how good other people around them would feel. The stress that I know is out there in families that are dealing with someone that is so forgetful, so negative, so agitated, so depressed. All of this stems from, in many cases, a really bad gut. Don't you think that's fair to say? I think that's more than fair to say. And you know what? Selfishly speaking, this is what gets me out of bed in the morning, is I get a chance to work with some wonderful people from all over the world that come in, and they do massive, they take massive action, and they see massive results. And they come back, and they tell me, they say, look, not only is this improving my performance at work, I have a better relationship with my spouse, my kids, we're getting along amazing, my friends, it just they are glowing because their whole life has improved. And it, I'm not saying that this isn't easy. It's not that this is an easy thing to achieve, Jonathan. This is something that people have to work at. And what I love doing is help give people the tools to get their gut in place and get it you know, healed and sealed so that they can launch forward in all these other avenues. And so many patients, when they first come in, they say, hey, I just thought this was this part of aging. And, you know, I'm, I was, for a moment there, I was cool with this accepting. But, you know what, suddenly something snapped, and I said, I can do better than this, and I can be better than this, and I can offer more to the world. And, and that's what really, again, drives me and, and my mission. 100%. I don't want to sugarcoat this, no pun intended at all. That is exactly my message as well. It does take effort, but, man, it is worth it, and not so much just selfishly. But, again, my message is for all those people listening out there who really say that they love, and I'm, I'm saying this with a lot of respect, okay, so don't jump down my throat here. For all those people who say that they love somebody else, they care about their family members, well, then make these changes for yourself because, wow, what a stress reduction when you're feeling healthier 
and you're behaving differently and your whole game is up, that impact that that has on people that you live with that you say you love. So anyway, enough of being on a soapbox. Dr. Dempster, let's get right to it. Best foods for digestive health. What would you say to those people out there? Eat this. Come on. Well, we're going to give some foods that we should eat. We're also going to give some foods that we should be very careful of. And I'd like to start with that part because often we're just reaching blindly when we're starving because we're so busy. We've got so much going on. We don't have time to think about looking after ourselves. So we're putting this food, quote-unquote, into our body that's often very nutrient void and very pro-inflammatory. So we've got to be very careful about the obvious factors that we hear a lot about, but I'm just going to state them again. We've got to be very careful about anything that's heavily processed, anything that's got a lot of refined sugars in it, things that have hydrogenated oils added, which are those deep-fried, you know, wonderful, tasty foods. But these are things that are going to just start to punch holes microscopically into your gut. Things such as gluten. This is a big buzzword, and this is not to be taken, you know, I don't want to seem unsensitive here. This is a big deal, and it is something we need to think about because gluten is impacting us in a different way, and it's often not just the gluten. It's the whole aspect of these grains that are very different than the grains our ancestors used to eat, and I won't get too far into those because I could speak all day long on grains, but the point is is we are eating a lot of these grains that have changed, and they are having an impact on our gut as well. In fact, one of the things that I think the misconceptions is is that there's not just one or two glutens out there. There are, in fact, close to 170 variations of gluten, and so it makes it very hard to, to actually diagnose this properly with some of the standard testing that's available. So we've got to make sure that if we are serious about our gut health that we do give a break to a lot of the classic wheat uh, grains and a lot of the classic grains that constitute uh, a lot of our, our food products. So what can we do to, to help bring healthy foods into our, into our diet and lifestyle that will heal our gut? Well, I love sprouted seeds. I love bone broth. I think that we can actually talk about fermented vegetables as a very powerful tool. Things like sauerkraut, one of my favorites, kimchi. Those are some wonderful foods as well. Healthy fats such as avocado, coconut oil, wonderful. Anytime you can bring in any form of coconut, I think you're going to be doing wonderful things for your gut and truthfully for many other aspects of your body. Anything that has high amounts of omega-3s such as grass-fed beef, you know, different types of healthy types of fish, and that does not include farm fish, Jonathan, which I know you know is not very good for us, yet it's prevalent in our, uh, in our society. So those are just some, some very good step-off points. And one little thing that I'll mention is dairy gets a, a pretty bad rap, and it's, it's for a lot of you know, proper reasons that we should be avoiding dairy because of the way it's pasteurized and homogenized. And that's a bigger topic as well that we could get into another time. But if we can ever have access to some raw cultured dairy from a very high-quality source, that is also something that's going to provide some benefit to our gut. So it's not that all dairy is bad. It's just what we've done and what we've, uh, what we've done to dairy to, to process it and what we've fed to the cows that uh, produce it. So those are some, some helpful tips to start. Talk about healthy on all levels. I talk about this often on Natural Health 365. And Dr. Dempster, I'm sure you're a big supporter of this as well. Just go local. I mean, yes, of course, if you go to big box stores and you're getting organic foods, that's great. It's important to look for non-GMO. Obviously, a lot of the animal foods that people are eating, if they're conventionally raised, a lot of, a lot of those animals are eating the most sickening food. 
genetically engineered foods. They're eating a lot of grains themselves. These animals are basically eating things to make them grow really fast, completely unnatural. They're actually becoming very unhealthy animals. Then they're slaughtered and brought to, to market, and people are eating that. I mean, what, what do people expect? That is obviously unhealthy. And again, flip it over all the way the other way, as you said, Dr. Dempster. Look for local, organic, great farmers out there. Support your local farmers markets. It's healthy for your gut. But it's healthy for every aspect of your life. They're the coolest people in the world to meet at these markets. You make great lifelong friends. 100%. I love it. All right. Let's get into another aspect for gut health. Dr. Dempster, obviously a lot of people have on their minds, you know, again, we are not suggesting for one minute, take this magic bullet, everything's solved. You don't have to think at all. Of course, that's not the message of our show, but- any supplements that you like that can sort of further enhance, improve gut function, you know? Yeah, happy to, to dive into that. This is really why I put together my online program called the Healthy Gut Institute, was just to get as much information into people's hands so they can become advocates for their own health. But at the end of the day, as you said, it's always important to work with a healthcare provider when doing that. So some of the real essentials that we often see some tremendous success with one of the easiest things to talk about is probiotics, and this is not a new term for many people, but the quality of the probiotics is so critical to understand that not all are created equal. And there are different strains of probiotics that I like, especially when it comes to somebody who's been tested positive for leaky gut. One of my favorite strains is called Lactobacillus salivarius. So if you can find a product that contains that strain of bacteria, that can be really helpful for forming the cross bridges and really start to create a more higher integrity of gut, of your uh, tight junctions in your gut. So that's one of my favorites, but even just a broad-spectrum probiotic, start by anything between 50 and 100 billion, um, and make sure that you are really dealing with a high-quality supplement, and, and the way to ask for that is ask for professional quality when you're shopping around for these. Digestive enzymes are incredibly helpful. Again, deal with a high-quality uh, supplement for all of these that I'm going to be mentioning. L-glutamine, one of my favorites. This is an amino acid that really starts to heal and seal any microscopic gaps, but also soothes any inflammatory processes that are going on on your gut lining. L-glutamine is wonderful. And that is often going to be combined with licorice root or um, a slippery elm is another one of my favorites. You'll find products that contain all three and they can be really powerful. So those are just some very powerful staples uh, to get going right away. All right. I know this is really in your wheelhouse. How do you actually use functional medicine to help people? A lot of people have heard of the term functional medicine, but kind of take us, you know, from A to Z, if you will, you know? Well, functional medicine is a very customized approach to help people when they come in to the doors of my clinic, but there's still some principles that we can apply. What I like to do is, one of my mottos is, when you test, you don't guess. And so if you have the ability to work with a functional medicine doctor near you, I highly recommend it because you're going to have access to some labs that are not standard of care through potentially your, your allopathic or your standard doctor. And, and please ask them for some of these following tests because these are going to be the game changer for many people, especially if you are struggling with a, a chronic health issue, some of the ones that we mentioned earlier. So things such as a comprehensive diagnostic stool analysis, and there are some wonderful labs out there that are doing this very well. 
Diagnostic Solutions is wonderful. Doctors Data, Genova, those are just some names that you can write down and hang on to these. These are what they're going to do. Any one of these labs is going to take a strong snapshot of your gut microbiome. They're going to look at any unwanted host guests, such as yeast, bacteria, parasites, uh, viruses. They're also going to start to measure your good bacteria. And that's very important to understand because, again, when we're trying to select the proper probiotic, we want to sometimes match that uh, heavily weighted probiotic in one strain to what we're seeing missing in your, in your gut test. We want to start looking at measuring something called zonulin. And zonulin is a very powerful marker for leaky gut. And this is something we hear a lot about. I have a lot of patients that come to me and say, oh, I have leaky gut, Dr. Dempster. I know I do. But when, in fact, we run the data on them, we see that it's something else that's mimicking leaky gut. So it's really important sometimes to distinguish that, especially if you've tried a lot of these things on your own and find that you're spinning your wheels a little bit, not making the headway. That's when it's time to kind of put your hand up and, and work with somebody. And another one of my favorite tests that's specifically targeting gut health is something called a SIBO test, something called small intestinal bacterial overgrowth can be occurring in your small intestine, and this is best done with a breath test that will measure two different types of SIBO, methane or hydrogen dominant. And again, these tests can often just really just crack open that whole that case and really allow you to make uh, some powerful strides forward. For that uh, measuring whether someone's got leaky gut or not, sorry to go over it again, but a lot of people may have easily missed that. How do you spell the name of that test that they should ask for? Zonulin is spelled Z-O-N-U-L-I-N, and it can be done via stool or blood. And uh, the likelihood of that being, uh, I don't know, false positive, what's your experience with that? Is that like, hey, this comes out a certain way, you've either got it or not? I mean, what's your experience? Well, that's a very specific marker that is going to tell us what's going on in the tight junction. So I find it, if it does come back positive, that's very what we say pathognomonic, that's going to tell us specifically what's going on with, with leaky gut. And it's not going to be a false positive for, for too many other things. It's going to be very helpful to really, boom, you've got leaky gut. Now, and also, just to kind of go over this a little bit more for just a moment, Dr. Dempster, leaky gut for those with the small intestines and the large intestines, is leaky gut something that can happen just about anywhere, or is it focused generally in a certain area? What's your experience? Well, it can. Technically, it can happen anywhere, but we're seeing a large part of it happening in the large and small intestines. So this is where these proteins will, will come out, and they will, at some point, your gut lining is less than one cell. Well, I guess it is one cell separating you and your bloodstream. So imagine if we start to have some holes in that area. It's kind of like if you look at the wall of a brick house, and you start punching out every other brick, well, that brick house isn't going to be very good in the, in the middle of a snowstorm anymore. You're going to get undesirable effects coming into your living room. So that's how impactful this can be, especially if you're only one cell away from your bloodstream. And we don't want bacterial agents getting reabsorbed into our bloodstream. We, would, we don't want undigested food particles coming in or any other toxins that might be passing through uh, as part of the digestive process. So we've really got to get that healed and right and, and super sealed so that we don't have any issues. And, you know, we talked about physical ailments, mental, emotional issues as well, brain fog or, you know, these emotional problems like just sort of generalized feeling of anxiety, agitation, anger, who knows what, right, depression, all of these things. So in terms of the best functional medicine tools, you know, maybe outside of 
measuring gut function, unless you have others that you want to bring up. Are there other things that you can do in terms of testing to see where somebody's at, especially if they just feel like they've got a lot of this brain fog or depression going on? You'd mentioned neurotransmitters before. I would imagine there's some pretty good testing out there to really give somebody some important feedback, no? There is. And this is something, again, that we will target a program uh, beyond just, you know, measuring their gut. If somebody comes to us and, they, as they say, they've got brain fog or their energy has never recovered in, from a certain event in their life, we are now going to start to look at things like neurotransmitters. We're going to be measuring hormones. We're going to be measuring nutrients. And this is something I want to talk about the nutrients for a moment because a lot of times my patients will come to me and they'll have had some rudimentary blood work done with another doctor that's just doing a, a standard serum test. And they'll often check off some nutrients, which is a very good start However, it's not conclusive. And what we have learned in the science is that we need to be looking deeper, and we need to be measuring intracellular levels. That means inside the cells. And that's going to give us a much stronger baseline than doing just a mere serum test, which is only going to look at a reflection of the last two to three days. If you do an intracellular test, you're going to be getting a baseline for the last six months, and that's far more powerful to help create a customized program for somebody than, than just looking what can got, could have gone up or down depending on what they ate in the last two or three days. And man, have we talked about this on Natural Health 365 so much, Dr. Dempster. I mean, I've talked to a lot of doctors over the years as well, creating almost 500 programs now in five years. It's just unbelievably pervasive when they talk about how many people are grossly deficient in vitamin D, which is definitely connected to so many things with immune function and mood and on and on, you know, heart disease, cancer, vitamin C as well, talking about local scurvy, not the kind of scurvy from the sailors a long time ago. Okay, we get it where they're just like leaking and bleeding all over the place, but more localized injuries to the cardiovascular system because of a lack of vitamin C, high levels of toxicity in the body. I mean, it's a real mess in some of the most basic vitamin issues that are going on in literally millions of people, right? If the government cared, they should be handing this out and making these public service announcements every day to at least the American population, if not the world, no? You've hit the nail on the head, Jonathan. You know, one of the things that we've come to realize is that we're one of the most in, in the history of mankind, we're one of the most overfed yet undernourished in all, all history. We see all these rates of obesity. We're obviously drawing in calories, but at the same time, just because we've got all these calories in our body doesn't mean we're getting the right nutrients. And often a lot of the calories are these empty calories that as they come in, they drag more deficiencies out of you. They create more deficiencies by dragging more nutrients out of your body. And so it's really important that we start to, if, if, if our government isn't going to help us, we've got to be advocates for our own care. That's why what you do is so important. And people getting online and starting to listen to documentaries and webinars and docuseries, this is so important to start to educate so that they can really be responsible for their own health. Up your game. That's what it's all about. It's what I'm pushing myself to do all the time. Up your game. I don't think there's anything disrespectful about that. It's hoping for the very best for all of us. Dr. Dempster, I know you're fully on board. You've been a big supporter of what we've done. We're supporting what you're doing. Hey, if you enjoyed this podcast and you want to say thank you, I've got a great way for you to tell us and keep your immune system healthy and strong at the same time. 
Head over to the naturalhealth365store.com. Check out some of our many high-quality nutritional supplements in our store. I know you're going to love it, and we'd really appreciate your support. Dr. Dempster, that was a great show today, no doubt about it. Thanks for being with us. Do you have any final words for our audience, please? I think it's about just making progress, Jonathan. I think a lot of people, they get this analysis paralysis. They don't know where to begin. Everything seems so overwhelming. They hear about, they're reading online, they're hearing these docuseries, they're webcasts and podcasts, and they can get overwhelmed. And my suggestion to anybody who's feeling that right now is it's just about taking one step forward. Pick one small thing that you can do to improve your health today. Don't worry about the whole thing right now, even though it sounds very appealing and, and if that's what you want. Often we can get stuck before we even get started. So if it's literally stopping sugar today or stopping artificial sweeteners today or just adding one extra serving of green vegetables to your plate, that's a start. And that's going to give you some confidence. That's going to get some momentum going for you. So please, I want everyone listening right now not to feel like they have to change everything at once and some people can move faster than others. It's just about making progress and being better than you were yesterday. We'll have a link to your website, Dr. Dempster, on our Natural Health 365 podcast page for this show. But hey, for those people, we need more healthcare providers like you, Dr. Dempster. Just tell everybody where you're from and where they can get more info on you as well, you know? Well, thanks, Jonathan. Yeah, my practice is in Toronto, in Ontario, and you can find us online at www.thedempsterclinic.com. And uh, you'll be able to access a lot of information. We have a free newsletter we put out. You'll be able to see our Healthy Gut Institute on that uh, webpage and learn more about what we're doing and, and hopefully uh, add some value to, to the lives of you and your loved ones. All right. That's all for today. But we'll have some great shows for you coming up really soon. Hang in there. And thanks again for being with us. Talk to you soon. Take care.